Welcome to Thriller Bitcoin. Welcome to Thriller Bitcoin. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first ever Thriller Bitcoin on Bitcoin TV. Today is a very, 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 very special guest. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> What's up, Constantine? How's it going? It's going pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. You just got back, right? Yeah. Yeah. We missed you. Yeah, dude. That was weird, right? Like it I was, was gone for three days and I came back and everybody was like, car, we missed you. Was it three days? Yeah, it was only three days. Really? Okay. <laughs> well, I think, I think because, you know, there, there was a PBS in between your sorely missed for sure. How did it go? I heard it went really yeah, good, I, but really bad. Yeah, it was uh, extremely fun. Uh, I think it was the biggest turnout ever. Maybe really? I was here for the first couple. Whoa. You, there was a group in from... It was actually an international, they called themselves a study group. I think a more appropriate term would be a consortium of uh, learned, qualified people that were in town. Actually, they're in the country coming to study uh, blockchain, I hate to say it, blockchain and crypto Makes and sense. Bitcoin. And it turns out, though, even though they, had a, they went to Washington, uh, D.C., and then they came to Austin um, to meet with a bunch of different uh, groups uh, but interestingly enough, even though they're ostensibly studying, uh, crypto blockchain, all this stuff, they were hardcore Bitcoiners. And so that's funny. So they came to PBS, uh, a group of like, I don't know, 10 of them from all over. Wow. Uh, yeah. I think there was Armenia, Argentina, a couple other countries and yeah, they loved it. And we they just loved had a it. blast. Yeah. Yeah. It, like I noticed, cause I think you came to your first PBS, what, three weeks ago, four weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was before. the first time I met you. Yeah. And I was like, man, who's this guy? It's like, you had like a good vibe to you right away. And I was like, man, this is, uh, this is interesting. But I keep seeing this happen over and over and over again, where somebody new will come into town as a Bitcoiner. And then they just start showing up to like all the events. And I'm like, oh, snap. Hey, what's up? And then the next, <laughs> next time you see you're like, oh, hey, what's up? And then you just start hanging out with them. And then you find out like, Amazing people, man. There's amazing people coming to this town. I don't think they realize. Well, you're one of them. I think you're you're far too kind, but th thank you for that. But really, it comes down to what the Bitcoin bum himself told me at one of the Who, first. Kyle years. Murphy. Yeah, Kyle Murphy told me himself. You know, and this advice was so good. I actually heard his his uh, the, the sleeves of his shirt blew off when he said this. He wow. said, "You just got to show up. Like Damn. the secret is you just show up." And I was like, you know, this guy, 
he looks a little crazy, but he might know something about the Austin Bitcoin scene. So I'm yeah, just going to listen. He I'm just going to listen. kind of crazy. Yeah. So I honestly, I think at least for the first two, maybe three weeks, I just went to like every single yeah, event. Yeah, I did. It, you know? it feels like you were, you were, it feels like you were here like a long time. Yeah. I mean, Hey, uh, it's a great scene. And honestly, I was a bit, I was a bit starved for, uh, some, Bitcoin camaraderie, I guess would be the word. Uh, yeah. You know, you're, you're out there, you know, out in the fiat ether world and you're just clinging on to your podcasts for sanity. Um, when you're finally yeah. in a citadel of uh, like-minded individuals, you're going to, you know, go a little crazy at first. How does that actually feel? Like, because um, you said you used to watch us on Twitch and Twitter. You're like yeah. one of the two people watching <laughs> Yeah, I think I, I watched. Uh, I didn't thank you, but like I was just like, yeah, like I was I was trying to remember. I was like, well, maybe he was just like one of the few people that are watching. But like, what, what did you? Like, how crazy did you think we were? And then compared to real life, I think that's like the biggest thing I want to know. Like, is were we that different from reality? Uh, no, no. I mean, I'm, okay. look, obviously, you know, especially like in the beginning, you guys are finding your footing, figuring out what the cast is going to be. Mm -hmm. Um, so I didn't hold anything against you. You know, you guys are talking about like recent Bitcoin news. Like that's cool. Um, but you know, there's some more polished casts that you, you're probably aware of. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> you're not trying to be that. And you know, I think it's really cool that, uh, at least even just in the time I've been here, it seems like it's been developing and finding its footing. Yeah, you know? I think so. Yeah. I think we're at a point now where it's, it's clockwork, I think. Yeah. And you never know what you're going to get on PBS. Really. You really don't. That's the fun of it, though, I think. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I don't even know what's going to happen on Friday. PBS. That audience mic, man, it could be dangerous. It could the be audience mic could be dangerous. I think there was that, were you, were you there that first time they had like a, I think we had our first like, sh like Dogecoin shiller or something. He like came in one time and like, Oh, yeah, yeah. Were you there that day? Yeah, was yeah. he shilling Doge or something or <laughs> mini Doge or whatever the hell I that's called? I think so. I think. Yeah, poor guy, dude. Yeah, we ended up. It was funny because we ended up hanging out with them later, and then it was until like the later in the night, uh, like we were at John's or somebody's house. I forget who, uh, and he was like, "You know what? I, I didn't realize, but Bitcoiners are actually really fucking cool." <laughs> that's like that's what he said. Yeah, and I was like, "Yeah, man, it's a process." I mean, look, sometimes uh, you know, Bitcoiners come on pretty strong at first. You know, it can be it can be a lot for an outsider. Um, I was well prepped because I'd already, you know, fallen down the yeah. hole pretty, pretty damn hard before I came. Yeah. So, uh, I was, I was ready to, uh, you know, scream out along with Simon whenever necessary. <laughs> but, um, yeah, for, for outsiders, you know, sometimes it takes like a more gentle approach or a couple beers at Shiners. Yeah, for sure. What do you think about this whole Topo Chico shortage? Have you heard about this? Wait, what? So apparently shortage. there's like a, there's apparently there's like a Topo Chico shortage. And, um, that's bad. My brother called me while I was in Mexico and he was like, Hey man, I need you to get a Topo Chico connect. And I was like, <laughs> what's like what, are you, what are you talking about, bro? Uh, he was like, yeah, I just need you to find somebody that can send over pallets of Topo Chico. Uh, let me know how much it costs. I'll, I'll send it to you right away. I'm like, wow. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, Joey, I don't know. Like they sell Topo Chico's here. Yeah. I don't know where the, 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 like the motherland or where the, the spring, <laughs> where the spring comes from the, the yeah. Aztecs. Like I'm, I'm not, I don't know these things. Yes. But like he just automatically assumed cause I showed him Topo Chico's like, where is he based? Like where, I mean, he's, don't he's, dox him, he's, he's out of like, uh, well, everybody knows he's out of Corpus, right. but, um, 
All right, so not, but he's not in like Mexico or something. They're assuming no, no, no. that's like the source of all. No, <laughs> so that's a rumor that's going around now. Fucking Keon, dude. Keon like told everybody that I was going to Mexico for like a cartel <laughs> thing or something. I was like, I don't even look like I'm in the cartel. Like, it's, a, it's a Topo Investors meeting. <laughs> it's a Topo Chico Investor meeting. Uh, but yeah, I thought that was hilarious. No, no, it wasn't wasn't related to that, but. When I was talking to my brother, I was like, dude, I don't know how to get a connection to Topo Chico. <laughs> like, well, what do I, like, where, where do you even start? Yeah. Like, I guess, I, I mean, if I really try to put my head around it, I probably could. But like, yeah. I, I was like. You know, the, the funny thing with Topo is at first I was, you know, there's a lot of ho- hype around Topo as yeah, yeah, yeah. other, you know, yeah. fizzy, fizzy uh, locale arc beverages. This is not bad. This 1877. Yeah. It's a good And at first, honestly, I th- actually had my first Topo here in Austin. Um, but really? yeah, back, uh, I was, I did a, a road trip to Austin last year. Uh, like my first real time spending real time here, like, uh, maybe it was like two weeks or so. And yeah, I had my first topo here cause I'd heard about it a bunch and okay. got to try it out. Um, honestly, so, you know, I have this in context of nah, me being a fine. huge fan now. Well now what, the first, sips, I'll tell you my original story, but you go ahead, you go ahead. It's look, I'll just say. It's quite aggressive. It's a, it's an aggressive amount of bubbles for. Oh, is that what that is? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so I wasn't you know I, I I wanted to like it but I hadn't fully like welcomed it into my heart yet. But then uh, you know more recently I've spent some time in Mexico, and yeah that Dude, full conversion. It was like two pesos for topos. I was I was getting and they them have left every and right. size ever. They have like the little baby ones and they have like the giant like two liter or whatever they are. Like any any size topo you want. Yeah, I think they do they have flavored ones. Am I making that up? No, they do. They yeah, do right. Have flavored ones. Yeah, I didn't actually have my first topo until last year, in uh, October. It's good. Like <laughs> M- Marty was the first person that gave me a topo chico. Believe oh, it or wow. not, yeah. Because wow. he was like, uh, he's like, do you want a topo? Do you want water? Do you want like something to drink? We don't have soda car. Like yeah. that's because I was drinking soda. At the time. Oh yeah. Because we don't have soda car. I was like. uh I guess a topo. Yeah. I was like, oh shit. I was like, this is actually really good. Yeah. He's like, oh, you've never had a topo? I was like, no, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that day, like we came back here at Plub Lab and they have like Topo Chico's like all the time. And now there's a Topo Chico shortage. And now we're Dude, drinking remember this there was 1877 a, thing, whatever it's called. There was actually a Topo Chico shortage um, in the Bitcoin Commons, remember? Yeah. Yeah, you you were, I was like, oh, they have Topo. And that was and my Topo. <laughs> I did grab it. I, I, but he looked over at me like very innocent. And this is how I knew that like I was accepted into the the fold here. What did I say? He's like, do do you want it? Oh yeah, I did say that. And I just looked at him like, I can't, I can't do that. Like I'm not, I wouldn't, it's very nice of him, but I'm not going to take the last topo from his hand. I I grabbed the topo and I was, and then right when you were walking by, I was like, I'm like, do you want this, bro? Because you looked at it like so, like it was like a, like a hot woman. You're like, oh, I want that so bad. I was like, I want it too. And then you're like, I was like, here, it's yours. It's fine. You, you're like, no, 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 you can have it. Rambler's like, fine. Cool, cool. All the other stuff's fine. Waterloo's fine. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. That, 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 uh, I think it's called the sparkling thing. It's the one that Kaylee's buying lately. I forget which it's called. Spindrift? Spindrift. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's that's not too. bad. It's yeah. not a bad one. It's, it's not, not great, but not it's, not, it's not bad. It's not Topo. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I brought you here to talk about Topo Chico. Yeah, right. Like, We're going deep. <laughs> so, no, I did hear that they, they got bought out by Coca-Cola. Oh, that, really? That's what my brother was telling me. He was like, yeah, they're bought out by Coca-Cola. They sold out, man. What the fuck? Like, yeah, and I was, like, I was like, good for them. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah that seems, seems like, like a good uh, I was like, buyer. Good deal for them. But and then he goes, No, this is supply chains, man. Supply chains, they're they're, they're gonna stop the topo run. I was like <laughs> I was like, I guess, dude. Yeah, I don't know if I could put on a topo tinfoil hat there. That's yeah, he's 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 pretty based on Topo Chico. Uh, um, no, I, so like, uh, other than that, like, man, like what, what have you been thinking of Austin? Like what, um, I love Austin. Man. Uh, it's a great city. Um, been able to get into lots of, uh, cool stuff. I went to like, um, some like free sound healing thing the other day up in free like Cedar Park. sound healing, you know, these like sound bath things they have. Uh, what is Yeah. It's, um, sounds really cool. Yeah. So like, uh, you know, uh, through my wife, we're into like lots of yoga related stuff. Cool. And, uh, she found this, uh, the sound healing at some like, uh, house up in Cedar park. Um, what do you do? You just go in a house and just play music or something? Uh, well, there are like musicians. Uh, usually Whoa. they're more like sort of just hippies with like, singing bowls. But in this situation, they're both actually professional musicians. They had a bunch of instruments, uh, like actual instruments, uh, and the sound bowl, the singing bowls and the gongs and all that stuff. Whoa. And it's just like some, uh, it's like a meditative, uh, thing where you just lay on the ground, you cover, like you have a blindfold and they just like play some pretty trippy, awesome. Yeah. Sound journey thing that they call it. And anyway, That's it's, it's weird. Cool. I suggest it. Um, you know, try it out sometime if, if there's one going on. Um, and, uh, you know, these guys are good. So I had to give them like, you know, a nice little donation. Cause you know, it's, it's worth it. Like for sure to, to hit up these things. So yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah. I don't know. Like it's fun hanging out with Bitcoiners all the time, but I think it's good to have some other stuff that then you can use as like cross references into mm -hmm. whatever you're working on in the Bitcoin space. Yeah, I think that's true. Like, I felt like Mexico was, was uh, it was a work project that we, we we went down there for. So it was definitely work related, but there was moments during the day of vacation. There was, there was like one point uh, we were all down there working and I literally like looked up and I was like, man, life is beautiful. Cause like in that moment, I felt like life was beautiful. Like I was doing what I love, we're creating cool art, I was hanging out with my friends, like, and everything was serene, man, down there. Beautiful weather, beautiful sunshine. Like, we're Bitcoiners holding the strongest money on earth. And like, in that moment, I, I, I had this epiphany. I was like, man, life is beautiful. Like this moment, that moment, life was beautiful for that moment. Yeah. And I really took it in. And I think I even said it out loud. But like, when I came back, we did a lot of like studying of like the culture over there and all this stuff. Like I came back and I was like that first Monday I came back like in sometime in like mid morning or something. And then I woke up and I was just like kind of jaded by like um, the whole trip and stuff like that. And then I went to go work out, you know, do my normal routine. I took the day off that day on Monday. Um, and I just took a nap. Like I took a long nap like during the day. And then I felt rested. And then I woke up the next morning and like we went to Bitcoin to breakfast and I saw you guys and y'all were like, yo car, we missed you. I was like, whoa. <laughs> so for me, it was like, I had two epiphanies. Like that moment too, Bitcoin breakfast, I realized like, man, we got something special here. Like we have something here in Austin that is really uniquely special. And I don't know if there's another place on the planet 
that has this. I hope they do. But if this can be replicated in every city in the world, man, dude. Yeah. Like it gave me hope. It like injected hope. Yeah, you came um, back like super enthused on on Austin, which I was expecting like all this like, you know, Mexico related hijinks and 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 stories. But um yeah, you're focused on on Austin and that, you know, made me think about uh the first time I came and then left. And we quickly came back. We actually went from Austin and then popped down to San Antonio. And we we're in San Antonio for like two days and we're like, all right, let's, let's get back to Austin. Like that's, that's the spot. And I think there's just something, especially, you know, now that I've been able to hook into the Bitcoin community through like Pleb Lab and, and Bitcoin Commons, like what you guys are doing. And then, yeah, the meteor breakfast, you know, with, with, uh, Mike Oshi from, yeah. uh, Michael from Oshi. Yeah. Um, they're really like lightning rods for anyone related to the Bitcoin space. Um, it's a good model, I think for, other cities to follow. Um, Definitely. Right. Yeah. Cause yeah. I, I think there's, you have multiple meetups during the week, like a fun event, like on a Friday, then you have like the midweek event, like on Tuesday, then you have the, the Bitcoin common events, then you have the pleb lab stuff, the hackathons. And so I think, I think those are the foundational pieces you need for yeah. any Bitcoin city. I think. Yeah. There's anything from just like, you know, shooting the shit and having a beer to, you know, lit devs, which is like pretty, mm. gets pretty technical, you know, yeah. it gets, it gets down dirty or like the hackathon where I was like, I was gonna, yeah. So dude, you did the hackathon. Yeah. I was really, I was really extra kind of like, I, I guess kind of surprised, but at the same time, kind of like, fuck yeah. Like, hell yeah. I was like, surprised it, it made me motivated to like, man, car, why didn't you ever join a hackathon? Um, but it was kind of like one of those things where I was like, man, he just went for it. And I thought you did a great, I think you're like, for me, I wasn't a judge, by the way. I don't know why. Why, why am I not a judge, Kyle? Anyway, I know why. I don't know anything. But I did see like from my point of view that you were probably one of the top three, four presenters. Uh, that's extremely kind. No, but I mean like some as, crazy, well, no, strong no, no, competitors. Not, not the project. Yeah. Oh, presenter. Okay. Yeah. I'm talking about like present yeah, presenter, okay. the person who I mean, like knew what they were going to say, how they presented everything, right. how quick it was to the point. Like you had all that down. Like right. there, I don't think maybe two other people were probably a little bit, um, more, um, I can't I remember who it was. I had to go back and look at the tape. Yeah. To be honest, um, I was, I was I like you very you did a good job presenting because I felt extremely outclassed. I mean, look, we had some <laughs> world-class developers on that stage um, presenting pretty groundbreaking stuff. So me even participating, you know, after the, at the first day of the hackathon, I was dead set on not participating. I was like, look, there's not really anything extra that I can add to any of these particular teams if I were to join them as like a non-technical uh, part of the team. Uh, I tried, I talked to like almost all of them to see like, okay, where could I fit in? Where could I help out? And they kind of had it covered to be honest. So I was like, look, I can be like the sixth wheel, seventh wheel, whatever. Or um, yeah, let me just like get some work done. And as I was like, you know, going over some, some marketing advertising related stuff that I was like looking at, cause that's like the world I'm originally from. Uh, I started taking some notes on some cool stuff and I was like, okay, well, like what would that look like in the Bitcoin space? And I was just riffing on that in my notebook for a bit. And after 10 minutes, I was like, wait a second, I think I have a project here. 
So I just it, ran with it. It was kind of cool too, because you made a whole project like without any code, <laughs> but no, but I, but you had like the whole, what the front end would look like, yeah, yeah, like, and, and like what the marketing thing would be behind it. And then like, it was basically like somebody, somebody had handed you like a full platter of like, Hey, this is the company name. This is the, uh, the, 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 the marketing for it, how I see it. This is the, the value. This is like right. what it would do. This is like, and it was like, a, it was yeah. like full on thing that you made. It was a full funnel. Yeah. It was a full funnel. And then, but you just didn't have the actual, like uh, the, the code, code behind right. it. Right. Um, but it's, it's, it's not, it's definitely something that you, if you wanted to pursue, you yeah, could go easily. hire a dev to do it. Yeah. Uh, and I, I thought that was the coolest thing was that you, without any coding experience or maybe have very little, but you were able to fully fledge out a yeah. complete project from start to finish. So like, the, that's tremendous, man. Like I, that's good vision. The, the, the biggest uh, learning here for, for me personally was not honestly the, you know, I've been in the marketing space for a long time. So that wasn't really uh, the meat of the campaign or anything like that. But <laughs> I came home after having the original idea at the first day of the hackathon and I had no good way of like presenting my ideas. So um, I just started YouTubing uh, Figma tutorials, which is like the wireframing prototyping software mm -hmm. that like a lot of actual designers, unlike me, will use mm -hmm. for this. And um, I just got to like a very, very, very basic level of being able to use Figma so I could at least get my ideas out onto the space in like a legible format. And it was enough, you know, I learned just enough Figma in like 12 hours to be able to like put my idea up there. And, uh, you know, I, I guess I can use that, you know, going forward. Um, because from there you can pretty much hand it over to a designer or sorry, to a, to a developer. And I think it will actually from the Figma file, you can actually generate some basic CSS and mm -hmm. some stuff like that. So it would be pretty easy um, to, to go forward with something like that. So I just had this brilliant idea right now. Um, gosh, yeah. You just, you just gave me an idea. Interesting. This is where, this is where like, I think hanging out with other Bitcoiners who are, um, who look at it differently from a different lens, I think, um, can give you ideas that you would necessarily yeah. be uh, even in like, you probably would even be thinking about, it would even be on your radar. Yeah. I think that's what you're bringing is like a different, a different lens to the same problem. And this is where like, you know, at least here at Pleb Lab, we always talk about like getting everybody in regardless of what skill set they have, as long as they're a hard worker and they show up, like get them in the Pleb Lab, let's see what they can do. Let's see what they can build. Yeah. Like that's just uh, the ultimate goal. And so, for me, when I, when, when I hear you talk like that, I'm like, man, this is, um, yeah. Yeah. This I mean, good. You this, guys is a, are, this is a good, this is a good, uh, place to be in for you. I think. I think so too. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm planning on staying, uh, as long as possible. Um, for Pleb Lab, it's really exciting to see as well, the developments that you guys are having there. I heard, uh, you guys, I don't, can we share the, the funding stuff? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think it's out there now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that's like a huge, uh, win for you yeah, guys. That was crazy. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm really excited to see, uh, where you guys go from there and, um, you know, incorporating as many different, you know, styles of, of, of plebs as you can, I think will only benefit us, you know, through this bear market and then into wherever we go. I mean, it's time for building, right? Yeah. I think, I think one of the biggest things like 
like for the longest time we I shared this before like for the longest time myself Kyle and Keon we were we were just trying to like be of service to Bitcoiners and then it and then it became a uh, then it came became a, a instant reality that like oh being of service to Bitcoiners costs money actually <laughs> like you can't just do it for free yeah once um, and then that was fine right like we can pay out our own pocket that's fine so we were doing that and then it got to a point to where it was like okay how much more in debt do we need to go before we like, you know, yeah. have to call it off. Uh, and then luckily, you know, we just, some some people saw like the amount of noise and kind of proof of work that we had done in, in such a short amount of time. And they're like, hey, we wanna help you guys out, continue this thing. And and if, you know, some money's gonna help you guys continue the project, then like, let's keep it going. So it's awesome to see. I mean, cause some, you know, there are people that, you know, put a lot of work out there and don't necessarily, you know, get the, get the appreciation and the recognition that they deserve. And so I remember, uh, I think the first week that I came, uh, mm -hmm. PBS got the, uh, the voltage sponsorship. Oh yeah. Thanks yeah. to this. Look at this stuff. Yeah. Thank you voltage. And, uh, <laughs> and then after that, they, that you guys had the, the funding announcement for Pueblo yeah. and it's just, you know, domino after domino falling in your, in your favor there. So. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, that was another thing too. Like, um, I, I've said this many times before, like on the podcast, I, I used to, I used to, I used to wake up, dude, like in October, November, December, you pick a day in that month, I would wake up and I would like pinch myself. Cause I'd be like, damn, producing for Marty Bent. Damn. Doing thriller Bitcoin. Damn, get to work with some of the smartest people in the space in Pub Lab. Damn, this is crazy. Like, and I, I, I pinched myself. Yeah. And then I was in Mexico. I was in Mexico. This is where it went another level for me, right? We're in Mexico. We're hanging out, and I was with Logan. Um, and there's a there's just a lot of like time spent, like you know, just just working on this project that we were doing. And at a certain point, I'm sure Logan won't care if I share this. At a certain point, like Logan was, um, he was being hard on himself because he wanted to create like a high quality thing. And um, instead of instead of somebody like trying to give, you know, a young man advice, which I didn't do, like that's first dad to do. I was like, it's like, I hear what you're saying. Let me tell you my story. And, and like, I explained to him, like, like the, the, the path that I had to walk yeah. to get to where I was at. Like, there's a lot of failures in, in my 20s. Oh, yeah. You know, from my band or, you know, just from my art stuff. Then you go into my mid 20s to like my early 30s. And there's just a lot of failures there again with music or and then again with like trying to do like um, the Cisco stuff. Yeah. Um, but then I told him, I was like, and then you get to my later late 30s now and like now everything's working. But all those failures and all those mistakes yeah, you that, that you had, I needed all that mm -hmm. to build up to this moment because now. All, all those things that I thought were were um, missteps or that I thought that were alternative paths that got me back on track eventually, they all came in handy um, building Plub Lab, working on Thriller Bitcoin, working with Mario at TFTC, like those skill sets I had gained over the course of like 15, 18 years, whatever it was, like all those skill sets, I use them every day. Yeah and these different buckets. And I was trying to explain that to him like, hey man, it's it's really like, it really isn't about um, being hard on yourself. It's more about just the journey 
and and to, to know that like if you take if you really take a lower time preference on how you build things, you're gonna get better over time, man. It's inevitable. Yeah, it's as long just, as you're not making those like, you don't want to make the same mistakes twice or three I, times. I've never or met. Just learn from the mistakes. I've never you'll be fine. met those. Yeah. Like, usually, those people don't last anyway. Like the people it's that true. the people that make the same mistake over and over and over again. I mean, they don't last in, in a creative field yeah, they very long because they have to end up quitting because they're not successful, right? Totally. Um, but like the, the the people that uh, end up like progressing are, are the ones that show up all every day, you know, accountable to people around them and like keep releasing stuff regardless of, yeah, it doesn't look great. Like right now, this doesn't look amazing, but you have to start somewhere. Like you have to start that path. And I was really trying to tell them like, hey, what we're doing, it's never been done before. Like what we're trying to do here has never been done before. Who does this? No one does. I wanted to ask you a little more. I don't know how much we can we can talk about it yet, but like I know the whole Bitcoin Park thing going on over in Oh yeah, in Nashville. In Nashville. Yeah. I mean um, that seems really cool. But. Yeah, yeah. I was supposed to yeah, actually have a call today um with somebody over there to see if we can do something. We'll see. Yeah. I I dude, I want to. I, I mean, I love Nashville. It's, it's I, no, I'm, I'm definitely going. Yeah. Like, I'm definitely going. Um, and, but like, um, I meant more just like generally about like what, what, what's going on over there and like what, what Matt is. is. Uh, oh, I don't doing. know. So like from what I understand, it's kind of what you guys understand. Like, I understand it's like a Bitcoin park and I understand there's like a, like a meeting rooms and like workspace and very similar to Bitcoin Commons is what I'm, heard, I'm being told. Yeah, cool. Um, and they have a studio too, like Bitcoin Commons. It's like, it, from what I'm understanding, it's like a, the same thing like Bitcoin Commons. Um, so like, I want to go check that out just to like yeah. see like what I can learn, where I can help because I have certain skill sets that I think could help. But, you know, yes. I do a lot of helping at Bitcoin Commons too as well. So it's right. like, I think yeah. I, I think you're, I could, you're a master of all. No, things. I'm not a master, but, but I definitely could help. I, at the very least I could go over there and help. For sure, for sure. Um, and then at the, at the very, like what I really want to do over there is like, I really want to go create over there. <laughs> like, yeah. like to me, when you have something like that being built, like you should create in that. That thing should be creating like 24 yeah. seven. There's no reason why it shouldn't be creating 24 seven. That was, that's like one of the things we do here at PubWeb. We're constantly creating 24 seven. Yeah. Like right now, earlier when you came in, we were talking about Chami and Mint stuff, right? I love like, that stuff. It's and so, cool. so it's like, we're continuously learning, continuously creating. And, yeah. and you, when you have a space like that, it's a disservice to the space if you're not using it every single day, 24 like that seven. View. That's, that's a very, a very cool way to look at it. And I mean, just from, yeah, the time I've been in Austin, like seeing, I mean, how many projects has like Super Alone been like going to in the Four last or five? Month? This is wild. I like, can't even keep up with the writings of it. It's awesome. It, it, it's it's uh, awesome to see. Yeah. Um, and I think it was um, Ben from Unchained uh, at, oh. the, at the breakfast yesterday. He, he, he had this uh, word for when you have all these people creating in a tight space together. He was calling it uh, Senius, like a scene of genius where you're, you have, look, not, not like genius, like, no, 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 I, I know. I, so it's funny too, because, uh, Woosley also said that, uh, uh, he, he, uh, there was somebody I was talking to and they were like, they, they said a word and I was like, wow, I've never heard that yeah. word before. And I was like, wait a second, where'd you hear that word from? And they're like, <laughs> Uh, Woosley told yeah. me that. And I was like, oh, He's okay. And then here. so like right now, when you yep. said that again, I was like, oh, okay, this is another one of those. Yeah. So, so yeah, I respect it. I love it. Just the idea that like when you have, you know, people 
riffing on stuff that they know a lot about. And in this case, like all concentrated in the Bitcoin space, um, you're going to have lots, you know, two plus two is going to be far more than four. You're going to have five, six, whatever. Um, and that was happening at the, the breakfast actually just the other day. Um, I believe, uh, yeah, John from ZapRite and, uh, I think, uh, my from Oshi were talking about some integration stuff that they were doing, but they were like, they were just spitballing on the fly and figuring out how these new features can just like happen. And like new, new stuff was just being like invented in front of my eyes, which I don't know about, uh, for you, but like as a non-developer, that's just like, that's magic, you know, <laughs> like, oh, they can just hook into this and this and this. And now, uh, you know, oh, they're talking about the tip chart too with, with, with Tomer. They're saying, oh, now the, the waitresses at Shiners can get tips, uh, <laughs> not necessarily in Bitcoin. If they don't want to hold Bitcoin, they could even get it in dollars if they just hook into a strike API. This is the thing that most like, like the, all the people that are like, uh, on the, the poopy coin side, <laughs> I'm using, that's a new yeah, term. That's I'm going term. At, uh, everybody's using on the poo poo coins. Like, they don't understand that, right? Like they don't understand to have something where you're volunteering doing these things because you have a passion and a love for it. Yeah. And what you're experiencing there is passion, love, magic. and wanting to like change the world and make your city better. Like that's what you're talking about, yeah. like, all those things. And uh, I think Woosley tap, taps into that and is able to see it from like a, a bird's eye view and be like, oh, I know exactly what that is. It's and like, genius. cause he's a big brain too, right? So it's <laughs> oh, like, yeah. To, to me, I, I look at it and I just see like, man, what a beautiful community that is. Like, yeah. that's when I was telling you when I, when I came back from Mexico City, I was like, wow, we got something really special here. Yeah. Did yeah. he mention his like, um, his Protopian thing to you? I think he's having the first meetup for that tonight. Which one? Uh, he has a, I, it's a non-Bitcoin thing. So, oh, wow. Yeah, from, what is it? Moosley. A book club? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll help Michelle a little bit. It's uh, the Protopians, which is... Oh, that's the term yeah, I've heard. Yeah, that's the yeah. term I've heard before. Protopian, yeah. Where is it going to be at? Uh, it's a Kava bar. I, I'm messing up the show. Kava bar? Is it's it the a, one right here? Kava lounge. Uh, I forget what the exact name was, uh, but the, the group is on Meetup, so I can I can help them show yeah, that Yeah, let me look, look yeah. it up. Uh, it's, yeah, the, the first I one. I want to go. So, yeah, I think I'm going to check it out. It's uh, specifically not utopian. Like that, this whole idea of utopia. Who's talking at it? I think Woosley himself is going to be. Protopia. Yeah. I love it. Dude. Yeah. So I, as I understand it, and I might be butchering this, so, you know, please forgive me if you see this. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to look um, it up. Bro. The idea of protopian is like throwing away this idea of like an idyllic utopia and saying, okay, look, we want to make the world better. Um, but how can we, like, what can I do right now? Like in my own community and my, with my own skills just to like move things in the right direction. You know, it's, I guess it would be like, um, they, they, they use the term white pilling, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's like a, I guess it's, I don't know if he wants me to associate with that, but <laughs> it is a protopian group where yeah. you're, you're, you're practically building a better future in your own community. That's so cool, man. Yeah. That so. makes me like shed a tear a little bit because I'm like, yeah, man. I love that everybody's doing things now. I have no idea what they're going to talk about. It's the first meeting tonight. No, no, the, the fact just that, so much energy. The right? fact that it's like positive vibes, though. Exactly. And the fact that it's positive vibes that are getting released into our city. Like, to me, that touches my heart. It's just yeah. like, yes, this is what I've been waiting for. Yeah. I mean, I ended up coming to Austin just because it felt like there was this like, 
I don't know what it is, but there's like a psychic bat signal up in like the world. Once, once like COVID hit and everything, there was like a signal coming out of Austin. Like, Hey, like if you want to bet on the side of humanity, like you should probably come to Austin. Facts, bro. Yeah. And so I came to see if that was the case and it, it seems, yeah. No, those are facts. That seems true. I think, I think for me, it's, it's my home. It's a city I, I've been coming and going from my whole life. My family lives here. People I love here live here. My friends live here. I have so many memories here. Dude, I used to walk down like I was probably like 24, 25. I used to walk down here, right? Down these areas, this whole area, Brazos, 6th Street and Congress. And I remember like seeing, hearing about Capital Factory, like when this was like when South by was like a big thing. I remember hearing about Capital Factory and they'd be like, oh, these entrepreneurs building the new tech. I remember thinking, I was like, that's so cool. I wonder what it takes to do something like that. Yeah. Like I used to walk and like think that. I remember. And I was like, there's just no way that would how that ever happen to me. And then I would walk back to the east side, like hang out with my cousins and my friends over there and we'd play music or something. Wow. But like, it was always in the back of my mind. It's kind of probably how people look at like people who live, look like I always hear people say they live across the river or something and they dream of like going down to Manhattan and working there or something. Yeah. I, I, I wonder if that's kind of what it's like. Cause to me, like when I was living on the East side, it's like the East side, there's just like, it's very culture rich. It's very, um, you know, laid back, chill. You know, it's all about like good vibes. And so you never see that like mix with like, the tech culture too much. It's almost like the tech culture will kind of like, you know, make it its own weird thing. Yeah. We're kind of seeing that now with like the woke culture and stuff like that. Totally. Right? But here, like this Bitcoiner culture movement that we have going on in Austin, it's pulling from so many like different roots of the city that it's already been, been growing and feathering for a long time. Yeah. And I think now it's just like, it's, it's, it's the time forward. Like, this is the time forward. This is the time that people are going to look back and say like, there, like I, I that, definitely that agree. year, I mean, especially those, those individuals, those Bitcoiners, those are the motherfuckers that did it all. Those motherfuckers. I mean, right? when you're having like the, your, your recent conference, your Bitcoin plus plus conference, you know, between PubLab and Base 58. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that was just so high signal. Like it, 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 it blew my head off. Like I, as a non-developer, like I showed up anyway, cause Kyle told me to, so I did. And like, it was, Facts. it was incredible as a non-developer and it was really interesting, the contrast because consensus was going on at like the same time. They were like <laughs> on top of each other. Right. <laughs> and there, you just couldn't have like a starker oh contrast of like people building stuff and like super intelligent coders all working towards a common goal. And just like, a, I don't even know the, 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 the cesspool of depression that consensus. Dude, I saw was. people, we were at Shiner's party and a Bitcoin plus plus after party on that Friday. Right. And I saw people literally waiting 
to get into one of their parties across the street from Shiner's. And they were all like looking at their apps. They had their mask on. They, they were behind a, a line that was like, a, you know, a velvet robe. There was a rug there. There was all the guys were upstairs. Like the, the engineers were all partying up there. And I was like, yeah, this is why y'all lose. No, <laughs> no one's down there fucking making shit happen. Yeah. Like no one's down there making anything happen. Yeah. Like they literally were just standing out there, like waiting for somebody to let them in. Yeah. It's like, no one tried to pull the effing door. <laughs> like who does that? Like that's a very who, good who waits for things yeah. like that. You can't wait. That's the difference, bro. You gotta make that's moves. the difference between like a Bitcoiner and a poo poo coiner. Yeah. Like that's the big difference. What? It makes no sense. We were, I think it was me and Topher. We were out there for like probably 45 minutes yeah. before like somebody showed up in an Uber, fucking Tesla or whatever. <laughs> fucking like, oh, I can let y'all in. Like, oh, oh really? Wait, it was already open? Yes. Oh my God. Dude, this is where like, wow. it goes back to the saying that we have around here at Pleb Lab. You're a Bitcoiner. You can do whatever the F you want. Yeah. Yeah. You got to have that attitude, man. Well, you the think word? they're going to give it to us? No way. No. You got to have that attitude. I'm not saying go do illegal stuff, no. but I'm saying don't be afraid to push, push it to the edge and go beyond it. Yeah. You got to make your move. You know, you got to, you got to build like shoot or what shoot. you want to see, you know? Um, I did think it was cool that a few of the consensus guys did wander in the Bitcoin commons. And, uh, did they really? Yeah. yeah there were what? a bunch of guys with consensus tags. Wait, what Bitcoin happened? Commons. Uh, I who invited them. Uh, I don't know if they were invited, but they did get in there. Um, and it seemed like they realized that they had to sort of like, I don't know what it is, like like shape up their their uh, <laughs> talk a little bit once they're in the space. Um, there were a couple guys that looked a little bit confused, uh, but I, I think this was after, there was, it might've been the happy hour for the hackathon when they were announcing the hackathon winners and all that. And there were, there were a bunch of consensus tags in there. And I don't know if there were like VCs that were like looking at who won the, the, the hackathon or, or what exactly. But there was like, there were definitely like a couple of people in there that were starting to talk about Ethereum related topics <laughs> and it didn't necessarily. It hurts go them well. so much. It hurts them so much that they weren't invited. It hurts them so much, bro. Because we asked them, I, I reached out to them in January. Yeah. I said, you're going to be in our city, in Austin. You should have people like Kyle, people like Parker, yeah. people like Jimmy talking there. I think yeah. Jimmy was the only one that talked from there. Yeah. But like, you should have these people. And they literally wrote back, no. Like, N-O, no. <laughs> and then what happens? I, I think a month before, a month before... Month before their consensus thing. Oh, hey, Car, we'd like to have you guys come to the thing for free. Feel free. I'm like, <laughs> no, I'm not going to come to your state. We've already built a different one. Well, let, let's be sure. There were, there were a couple solid. I'm not names blaming there. them all. There were a couple solid. I'm names. not blaming them all. But this is what happens when you have people motivated by the fiat system in yeah. charge. That's fiat mindset, bro. It is. That is a fiat mindset. They have no. Whatever that is that we have as Bitcoiners, that core belief, yeah. they don't have that. Yeah. So this is why they lose time and time again. I'm not blaming the people that they that they sucker into. I'm not blaming those guys. I'm not yeah. blaming the people that showed up. 
I'm blaming like the people that are in charge of making these fiat decisions. They're, they're, they're time preference. Yeah. Right. Well, it's, it's like, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's too to hyper, see. it's too hyperbolic. It's just ridiculous. It's great to see that Jimmy keeps going out there though. Somebody has like to preaching his message time and time and time again, since like way before I was in the Bitcoin space. And, uh, and I went to his, uh, his, uh, seminar at Bitcoin plus plus, and it was really awesome. Um, but then to see that he, goes over to consensus and is not, you know, he's still on this exact same beat of, of, uh, you know, preaching the Bitcoin gospel. It's cool. Um, that there's someone in there. Cause I don't really want to, mm. <laughs> I don't really want to go through consensus and yeah, I don't know. It was, it was, I, I, it was your first Bitcoin plus plus, right? Yeah. It was the first, we ever did. the first one ever. And it was a massive success. So that was, uh, very cool. We, you know, as, as an outsider, I hope there's going to be more in the future. Uh, I don't know yet, but, uh, <laughs> Here, let me go. Let me go take this call real quick. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, this is, this is what it's like. Yeah. How much time you got left? Let's go get a yeah. drink real quick. We're back. Ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Um, I don't know. Um, you like right, like right now is a perfect example, right? There's so much moving pieces going on in the city every day. Yeah. And like, I had to take this call because, you know, certain people, you know, are coming into Austin and you got to make everybody feel welcomed. Um, so we just try to do everything we can to, you know, to make sure like that happens. And yeah. like, yeah, that's what you do. Got to make some accommodations occasionally. It's all you got to make accommodations yeah. for these heavy hitters, like Marty says. Yeah. <laughs> the heavy hitters. I mean, one, one thing that I'm excited for is like there, you guys have the, the technical down super hard here. Like that's been obvious, but I do think we can probably in the next say months to years, like step up the messaging a bit in terms of like, you know, just the general marketing of, of what we're doing. I hate that. I hate the term. I, I honestly, from the, coming from the market, well, it's a dirty word. It really is. But just how we're reaching out to newbies, like, especially this time, right? There's a lot of people, maybe they got wrecked from Celsius yeah. or maybe from the Luna stuff or whatever. They don't really need like the super aggressive, um, pleb talk that, you know, the toxic maximalist thing that might be happening. Like, you don't, they don't really need that. I told you so yeah. in my opinion. I don't know. know. I, I feel like for us, I don't, I mean, I can only speak for myself. I can't speak. I mean, we don't run Austin Bitcoin club anymore. Yeah. You know that like we don't, we don't run Austin Bitcoin club anymore. Michael runs it. Yeah. He's been running it for close to, this is going to be his third month. Yeah. Like we stopped running it back in like, he's doing April. a great job though. By oh the way. yeah. He's doing a great yeah. job. But, uh, so we don't control any of that stuff. The only thing that we run now um, as a company at Plub Lab is just PBS and that's it. Yeah. Um, like my Thriller Bitcoin stuff is like literally all just me and my media company that I own. Yeah. And then the Stacker News Live is like Keon's project, right? I'm just, I'm just helping my best friend. It's an excellent right? project. So um, yeah, all we do is PBS. So like you're seeing, you're seeing what PBS is. And like, that's, 
That's like oh, I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't playing I don't know. PBS. I was saying in general. I think it used to be in the about. early. I think it used to be in the early days. Like I yeah, think, maybe. P, dude, PBS was like when I was drinking back then. PBS was like <laughs> intense, man. It was okay. really intense. Like people don't even know. Like we're way we're Sesame Street now compared to where we were. <laughs> I gotta go we had, watch some of those early. Dude, episodes no, I won't recommend watching those. <laughs> I don't recommend watching those. I mean, don't get me wrong. They were great learning experiences because we knew we knew we had something, but we didn't know what we had. And back then it was like clearly that people were gravitating to it when we had certain key ingredients, but people weren't gravitating into it because of other key ingredients. And it's no one's fault. It's just like learning. Yeah. Like what what actually like at the end of the day, we want to keep it around, but some of that costs money, right? So it'd be oh. good to offset that with like a sponsor. Yeah. You know? Um, so I, I think once we found out what those key ingredients were and like how we can make it successful doing it just like that, then people started wanting to give us stuff. And, yeah. and like, that's, that's how, you know, you have something, right. It's like, it's like you have this crazy idea and then you have like, this is the area you need to get to, to get funding for it. Yeah. But you need to find that balance to where it doesn't go full crazy, but it yeah, doesn't go too exactly. full, like suit and tie. So it needs to be like somewhere in the middle totally. and that's the sweet spot. And there's like two, like, luckily there's two ways to deal with that problem currently. Um, yeah. So like, what do you recommend? Well, I, I'm not necessarily rec making a recommendation here. I was just pointing towards the fact that like, okay, you do have podcasting 2.0 coming uh, more to the forefront. Um, I believe Citadel's Dispatch does that. Mm -hmm. um, and a couple other We do uh, that podcasts. too on this podcast. Yeah, okay. There yeah. we go. Yeah. Uh, Stacker News Live does that. My, one of my great friends, um, Talking in bits, Jose does that. Yeah, or you can get Mar it Marty awesome. does it. TFTC, RHR, yeah, so we do that spreading. there. Like it's, it's big, it's everywhere. And um, Fountain also Fountain's just an amazing app. Did you see the latest update? I haven't really looked into it. But no, I got the awesome. I got the tweet from Oscar. Yeah, um, yeah, dude, the guy is next level. Did you know he was on he was on this podcast wow. last year? Wow. Like I found like no They're one knows great. no one knows this. The car has an eye for talent. So I found, <laughs> I found uh, Oscar like last year in July, maybe July, August. I wrote about it wow. on Thriller Bitcoin. And then I immediately like we scheduled an interview. And then like at that time, this is before PlebLab, but at that time, like uh, I, I don't think he had that much exposure yeah. from, from the conversations I had with him early on. And like me writing up about him was like the first one. And then after ah, that, you're it was early, like, man. Well, after, well, after that, it was like, it was off to the races. Like it was, I had, had written about Stacker News, Stacker News Live, or no, Stacker News. And then I had written about Fountain, like uh, back to back. Nice. And like, people were like, oh, Stacker News is cool. Oh, Fountain's cool. But it was still before they were funded. And then it wasn't until much later, you start looking at other projects. Like, and then I ran into Oshi. That was oh, another wow. project I ran into. So like all these like- Very solid projects, yeah. Yeah, all these projects that, that were being built last year. Like, yeah. Should we tell I, people like, what the early. feature is from Fallon? I think feature? so, yeah, go for uh, it. Yeah, so now in addition to podcasts being able to do value for value earning sats, uh, users, listeners can earn sats from listening to- uh, select podcast clips, or I think, and sometimes it's, you know, straight up advertisers or whatever, but you can earn sats as a listener, which I think is 
pretty cool. You know, now it goes both ways. So you can earn some sats from listening to one of the promoted clips and then you can send them off to whatever podcast you like the most. You know, I'll tell you right now, let me call it right now. Sorry, Oscar, this is the truth. I've been telling you from the beginning. This is the truth. Spotify is so fucked. Oh yeah. They're so fucked, dude. Like like iTunes, iTunes, Apple Music, they're already, we're losing the podcasting market, right? Yeah. Because RSS is going to do what the RSS is going to do. But now Spotify, I'm paying $10 for Spotify a month. Yeah. And they still get ads in- At some point, this is me guessing. I don't know anything. At some point, why wouldn't Fountain add music to its catalog? And then I'm getting paid for it. Or maybe, maybe I don't get paid for it. Maybe I stream it. Maybe all those sets that I'm earning on this one side and the podcasting side, then this other side where I have all the music stuff, then I'm paying, I'm offsetting the cost. Yeah, circular economy there. Circular economy right inside the app. That's, excuse me. That's what I'm trying to say is like, that guy, Oscar and his his co-founder, they're next level, dude. They really are. They're, they're next level. Like this is not, this is not by accident. There's some people when you meet them, they're just next level and you just know it because they have those things that you need yeah, a few, to, to build. A few versions ago when I first tried it out, uh, I liked it a lot, but there were like a couple features that weren't quite there yet. And so I was like, all right, I can't fully switch over to it yet. So, but I gave them feedback, you know, I messaged them and I was like, Hey, like I really need, you know, I think it was like at that point you couldn't auto download, like the ones that you follow or something like that. And so I sent them feedback and they're like, Oh, Hey, they actually wrote back within two days and say, Hey, actually that's going to be the next version. Um, we'll let you know when it's released. And then like a week later they messaged me, Hey, it's been released. If you want to try it out, like, let us know what you think. And I was like, wow. Okay. You know what? I'm converting. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's the, that's the biggest thing is like most people don't realize that in the, in the Bitcoin space, when you're making apps and when you're, when you're doing these things, it's, it's about creating those touches. You have to have those multiple touches. And I think like, that's the thing about Oshi. I think Michael had taught me early on last year was like, no car, it's, it's like the touches, the amount of touches that you have to have to whether it's the, the, the consumer to whether it's the front facing, like business side client to whether it's your partners to whether it's whatever, it's just like those multiple touches are what build and foster that community growth. And that's the thing that Michael brought from Reading when he came into Pleb Lab. Oshi is so important to people. People community. don't understand how next level so important. people don't understand. Like it's, it's kind of sad to see too. Like, it's like, yeah, like it, people have, they don't really, they don't understand or they don't see how next level Michael really is on a lot of things. He's, he's, he's so, he's so forward thinking and he's yeah. so ahead as far as like where he sees all this going. And most people don't even know it, dude. That like, and that's, too. and they, but he's always been that way. He's been that way from the very beginning. And, um, even now when I bounce off ideas from him or we're, we're, we're sharing like insights, yeah, dude, he's just one of those guys that uh, I look to all the time and I'm just like, dude, what do you think about this? This is what I'm thinking. And then he hits me back with something completely different I wasn't even thinking yeah. about. Those network effect apps are really tough too. Like you, Cause he needs to get all the, mm-hmm. he needs to orange pill all the businesses, you know, and then he needs to get all the users. If you don't have either side, it's not really gonna work out that well. Uh, but I saw like recently, now you can get, I think it was like added last night or something, but you can get, you can order a, a quarter 
beef from KNC cattle right through the app there and you get SAS back on that. Um, they have a ton of, a ton of different, different boxes from KNC on there. Um, which I just love the idea of like yeah. ordering a quarter of a cow it, off it, of it's, an app it's, and getting Bitcoin back. It's, it's funny because people think like, it's like him and a slew of people. No, no it's just no. Michael and no. like his co-founder from a distance. Right. And that's it. And like all these, like, you know, random people that will come around and help him every once in a while. But like but the more businesses you get in a particular city as like, I don't know, onboarded orange pilled locations, those then become sort of hubs for the Bitcoin community to meet up in the city, you know, and then that drives more business to those locations and it creates like a, 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 a city within a city for Bitcoin. It's like a mini distributed Citadel of sorts, you know, between Meteor and going over to Shiners and all these other it, it, spots. It's, that are it's still along. early, dude. It's don't get me wrong. We're still early, right? Right. Like that's the thing you always hear all the time. But in this case, we're still early. We might even be so early that, um, you know, a lot of these things will just happen and unfold without us naturally. We don't have to be so aggressive with it. Um, but I, I personally think that. I personally think that you, we, we, we can't, I shouldn't say we, I, I can't, um, stop going fast because yeah. everybody else is moving fast. So it's like, how do you stop going fast when everybody yeah. else is moving fast? You don't, you just keep going really Fred's fast. fast. We got to move fast. Dude. Well, <laughs> like you're right. This is the saying that we always say here, like Bitcoin moves fast in general, yeah. but Bit Austin or Bitcoin in Austin moves even faster. And that's totally. just facts, dude. Yeah. And facts. look, there's lots of advantages like to the businesses on Oshi, but I think, you know, there's even more that can be done there. And then you're just going to have like a flywheel effect going. Like I've, I've been talking to Michael uh, a couple of times about it. And I think we're going to go deeper on that. Cool. But, um, just on like a, like more selfish pleb side <laughs> of it. Like it's That's awesome the best way to, to look at businesses That's like the best onboarded. way to look at a product. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. so I'm excited to see like more cities sort of adopt that model. Um, you know, there is like a, I know there's like an evangelist program on Oshi. So if, uh, plebs out there want to get business sure. on Oshi, they can actually, I think it get, uh, a percentage cut, uh, or some sort of, there's some sort of incentive in there. If you onboard a new business onto Oshi in your community. So yeah, it's out there. The resources. I've there. only done like one or two. I should probably step up my game. Yeah. yeah, I should, I should get this habanero place. I've been working on them. <laughs> I've been like, I've been going there like, you know, once every couple of weeks and I'll talk to the owner and just try to get them on. Um, oh, it's funny seeing but just like soft, you have to soft. Yeah. But they cut, build over you time. end up getting like hit by like multiple people as a business owner. Right. Because, um, I've, I've seen it myself where like, Oh, maybe Michael has like talked to a particular business owner a couple of times and then you know, another guy in the community has talked to him a few times and it's just like, you know, it's a gradual process of like the business owner hearing from, from many different parties. Hey, like, when are you accepting Bitcoin? Hey, like you guys should check out this Oshi app, like all this kind of stuff. And, um, it's a little different than like one, like if you took like a traditional, like more fiat world, uh, sales approach to it, where it's just like the same guy, like calling over and over and like trying to shill, the thing for whatever internal reasons of the app, instead of like, Hey, we're building a Bitcoin community here. Like in the Oshi situation, 
you have totally people who have no real like tie to Oshi that are like, oh yeah, you know, I talked to him. I, I got him, like I showed him like the new Ibex Mercado, like all this yeah. kind of stuff. And it benefits that pleb, even if they have nothing related to Oshi, because, oh, well then they can buy, you know, some tacos with Bitcoin. You know, it's, it's like a totally different ecosystem than, you know, in a traditional business world, you would be fighting over who could like sign that lead or whatever, you know, sign that new deal. And, and, and that doesn't really exist here because everyone can win. Yeah. It's so true, man. So what are you going to, what are you thinking of doing in the, I in mean, the space? I know you were talking about marketing and stuff, but like, yeah, I mean, you've been applying to Bitcoin companies or, uh, I looked at a few, I, I'm not sure exactly like if I want to, um, get invested in, uh, invested in more of like a advisory role or like a full on job or, or what necessarily. Um, but I know this, I know there's a ton of really smart people building a lot of really cool stuff and they mean there's possible they don't know the marketing side of things or they just don't want to deal with it. I mean, a lot of people don't want to deal with it. They just want to build so. their thing. Right. And so if I can be like, a, a I think you kind of have to for these, you, for these you, awesome you projects. To. Like yeah. I, I think right now, I mean, what, what I do here on Thriller Bitcoin, like we don't make any money doing this. Like we get donations, right? Yeah. Like that's how we, we keep this site going. But um, there needs to be more marketing. There needs to be more writing about all these great yeah. developers, all these great projects, what's going on in this town. And I'm only one man, dude. I can't, I can't do it all. Yeah. Like, so please, I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm asking you to not, also help. Awesome. <laughs> trying to get these guys more exposure because they're too smart and too busy to be worrying about the stuff that exactly. is in our wheelhouse. Totally. So do it. Nice. Nice. I'm, I'm going to do what I can, you know, uh, <laughs> boss. Let's, uh, well, let's end right there. All right. All right, cool. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, dude. I, Enjoyed I, it. I, I really wanted you to come on because I was like, man, dude, if we get, if we get you on, then like, we'll be able to, you know, maybe somebody's listening. Yeah. Maybe somebody could reach out and be like, I want him. I had some people from the hackathon actually. They 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 really? yeah they they reached out uh, wanting some promotion for their either for their for whatever they're working on or they just wanted to talk uh, general marketing Bitcoin marketing stuff. So hey, that was already like a huge payoff. This, from this is this the is where, this is where I say man, shoot or shoot. Exactly. So yeah, if you're if you're looking for uh, just to talk shop about marketing and your Bitcoin stuff, like yeah, hit yeah, up. hit up this guy. Well, this guy, <laughs> this guy right there. All right.